Brooklyn. 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 Three. Two. One. Hello, Brooklyn. This is the Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, episode one, zero, Bo. What up, Padre? What up, Padnam? Episode 104. Is that what you said? 104? Yeah. On the phone? Yeah. Oh, okay. You're, you're, uh, I don't know if that was, uh. People at home want, want some mo. You want some mo? I mean, I thought I wasn't doing my, wasn't doing my rhyming shit anymore, but then you just kind of left me there hanging, so I had to keep well, I going mean, with something. I didn't know if we we uh, made that decision on you not rhyming. Uh, I figured you'd just be rhyming all day, er day. And er away, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I got to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Problem. yeah, you do have a problem. And you know who else has a problem? Those Brooklyn uh, <laughs> Nets. They got a couple of problems. Um, today's show. Oh, you, by the way, before... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I know, I know you want to get into the Nets. It is Brooklyn Rebound, but I got to say, you know, it's, you know, it doesn't have a problem if the problem would be making too many trades. Wait, who... Trading Who doesn't players. have a problem? Kobe Altman or Kobe... What, what's his name? Kobe Altman, yeah, the Cavs The gym. same, same gym. age as, like, LeBron James, really? So, <laughs> he's 30-something? Uh, possibly younger, yeah, I don't know. The boy's got talent. Uh, he's got talent. But yeah, that was the big, the big story from today. Yeah, but let's talk about the Nets. That's more interesting. You're right. Yeah, no, definitely. Nets are always more interesting. Uh, not only we're we gonna talk about the Nets, we're gonna talk about um, what the Nets are doing uh, with rebuilding their team, uh, their their record, uh, also where they placed, and I think that's it. Nah, you know, you know, that's all the people want. It, did I miss anything, Padre? I don't, I don't think I was gonna talk about anything else, right? Anything about the Nets? No. Well, what do you mean where they're placed? Is that different from what their record means? Yeah. All right. It's in the standings. It's not different. Where they're placed in the standings. Yeah. Oh, I see. I, see. I don't think it's different. Well, that's that's also a, a Also, uh, no, I was just... Uh, I, I mean, I guess it is different, what their record is. and what, Well, it's kind of a different way. To, it's different. Yeah, I mean, there's a, how many teams are below and ahead of them. I, I got you now. Uh, but it is of interest to, to me, the Cavs fan, anyway, because... Um, one thing we didn't trade away was that nice pick, so we still have that. You still, so you still have. Lower, that's still better for us. You still have the Nets pick, like you, you as in. I personally have it. You, you have it. You own it. Me, Padre. Oh, okay. I, I did not. Yeah. I did not know that was a part of the deal in the Boston trade. Basically, I demanded that I get to hold on to it personally because I didn't. In, in an event of something like today, where they're trading away all these all these players and everything, so wanted me, and they traded away their own first round pick next year. So I wanted to make sure we didn't let go of that. So I was like, Kobe, you know, C-O-B-Y, Kobe, you know, let me just slide that. Let me just hold that. Like, you know, you ask to hold the dollar. Let me hold that. that nets let me get that. Uh, so you you hold that. And then do you think that you, by you holding that, will you be uh, investing in that pick? Will you be like, um, you know, putting, dressing it up, finding some new gear for it? Like, are you going to be taking it to work with you? Uh, I'm going to take it down to Barclays and like, you know, uh, when, when I see anyone, anyone that, you know, like did what he's going to the rack for, uh, for the game-winning drive, <laughs> might, might slide that pick under his shoes if he trips, you know, and they, 
they lose the game or something like that. Then I put it back in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Um, but maybe that's not. Maybe maybe that's not. I don't need to worry because what the Nets have lost uh, six of their last seven. Is that what you told me off off pod off mic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have lost six of their last seven. They've only won two out of their last ten. Um, and it's weird because I think they the first game they won was at our last podcast where D Russ or D Low D Loading um, was premiered on that game they played uh, Miami. Did they play Miami? The Heat. Yeah, the Heat. Yeah, wait. yeah, it was the Heat. But was, was that was the last game they won? That was at least two weeks ago. No, no, I don't think that was the last game they won. But I think that was like one of the games that was. One of the two, <laughs> one of the two wins. <laughs> yeah, okay. So they won one time since then. Yeah, out of the yeah, last. That was ten. literally about. That was maybe even three weeks ago, almost. I think. Huh. Since that episode, so that's quite a quite a stretch, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I really don't know what what's going on. It's it's kind of it's kind of frustrating because like you, the, the teams the teams playing hard. Um, they're going. They go into the hole, uh, and they're because they don't need to tank. That's the thing. Yeah, they have no incentive to tank, right? Um, if they have no incentive, like these other teams that are down, there. right, right. Um, and they did. I thought they would be a little more active, and we'll talk about the the big uh, rhino in the room, right? That's that's a sta- saying, right? Yeah, that they're like, let's get, let's let the element, uh, the elephants get a break here. Let's send them to the bench. Rhinos coming out for the, this yeah, metaphor. Yeah, yeah, we need we need more rhinos Bring in our lives. Out. There's no, there's two. Why is why is there no sports teams named the rhino anyway? I feel like that would be like a hard charging rhino. They got the Brooklyn Rhinos. I don't know. They got bisons. Uh, they got bulls. Yeah, the rhino's cooler than a bison. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Here we go. I mean, they have lions. They have other African. Creatures, oh, actually, like actually, I, I, I knew this was I knew this was true, and I, I forgot about it. They have one. Yeah, it's a Rochester rhinos, University of Rochester. Okay, up in New York, okay. uh, where pro, but, uh, our boy uh, Mansoor went to school, school, and my little cousin uh, Nadim goes there now. So that's that's true, true Wait, indeed. So, so Mansoor was a, a Rochester rhino. That's what you're saying, and your cousin? Yeah, he was uh, a. Yeah, well, my my cousin uh, Nadim, he was a. Uh, I believe he was the Cousin. the ape or the gorilla on the second day of the wedding. He had the one was a Spider Man, the other one was a was supposed to be King Kong. Mm-hmm. So he was King Kong, and that's right. And I the guess, second day of your week long uh, nuptials of the uh, yeah uh, the wedding palooza that is May Fozzie Fest. Um, yeah, he he went there. He's a sophomore now, so I don't know if there's a criteria for a rhino. Like, do you start off as a baby rhino? And then evolve to like how old they live? How old do they live? Like fifty years or something like that? No, no, I'm no zoologist. I don't actually know how long. I would think they live kind of long, probably. Uh, they're a tough beast. That's why they should be more more team man. Yeah, it's approach. That's all we're saying. All right, cool. But but the Nets, you know, uh, what uh, what else on them? They did they, they made like a one trade only that I saw. They only made uh two. They actually made two trades, uh, two. but it it was the same parts. So they traded to Milwaukee, Cody Zeller or Tyler Zeller, Zeller, sorry, Tyler Zeller, Tyzel, uh, to the Jason Kidless, well. Jason Kidless, coachless, Jason Kidless. No, they're not coachless. They're kidless. Because we didn't talk about that. They're definitely kidless. Uh, who's the, who's interim coaching them? Um. They are being coached by former net assistant Joe Purdy. Purdy? Prudy? Prudy. Okay. Prudy. Um, and, and so the team swapped Rashad Vaughn 
and got a second pick, which is amazing. You turned Tyler Zeller into a second-round pick and Rashad Vaughn. Rashad Vaughn was a lottery pick. Um, I think he was eighth or something like that. I forgot what he was. Um, and then Rashad Vaughn, they turned into Dante Cunningham. Oh, um, I think they did. That's why it was a two-part. Yeah, I think. Well, they it, they took a, a break. It was like a two-day, three-day stint, maybe. Right, right. Um, because today was a trade deadline, just for everyone listening. That's when we're recording today on the day of the trade deadline. This other trade is like, yeah, earlier in the week. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, today was a trade deadline. Um, it was, it, I thought, how would you rate this trade deadline, Padre? Well, it was pretty, I mean, yeah, we're going to get way more into it, just wrapping the nest stuff up. But it was pretty crazy. I mean, first it seemed like it was going to be a bit of a dud, and then it, the Cavs just made it crazy. So. Yeah, I guess one team, one team mainly made it on. crazy. But before, yeah, actually speaking of the Cavs, the Nets are going to be playing the Cavs in about five games. So up first, oh, is it where is that? It's at the land. Um, so no, so we won't. Be no, no. But there was a game that I think we should go to. Uh, so I'm going to list them out. We got Clippers and Nets on Monday. Um, it's upcoming, and then you got Pacers and Nets on Wednesday uh, next week. Hornets. Uh, Bulls are coming to town as well, and then the Cavaliers are going to play the Cavs. Uh, fresh, the freshly uh, integrated, newly renovated Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which game are we going to? Oh, do you want to go? I'm not even seeing that. Well, I mean, we only have three choices. There's three home games, two away there. Um, I'm thinking... Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm thinking these are all bad teams. So this would be actually Pacers are a playoff team, but there's not a lot of contingency and fan base of the Indiana Pacers. So I'm thinking for market value and ticket value, we could definitely go to uh, the Pacers or the Clippers because the Clippers don't have Blake Griffin or Chris Paul anymore. They got Sweet Lou. Okay, so it's not a. Go ahead. Sorry, yeah, but it's not in terms of like a great a great game to go to. You're saying this would be a more convenient, easy easy game to. Well, I mean, what do you consider a great game? Would a Cavs-Nets game be a great game? Only for you, right? Well, personally, for me. No, like a team that I would be more interested... Like, uh, we had talked a little bit off off pod about seeing the Sixers-Nets, which we didn't end up doing, but that, that's one I would have been more interested in. Like a team I'd like to see the other, where the other team... I mean, Lance Stevenson returning to Brooklyn, which, uh, that's a big deal. I mean, yeah, I guess I could go and boo Lance Stevenson and, you know, jeer him on, yep. but that, that's fun for a little bit. But. <laughs> uh Oh, know. and um, you know, um, Jesus, Bobo, Bobo coming coming back to hang out. Uh, that's a that's a good one. Yeah, that's your guy though. I, I always didn't like <laughs> when we'd go to the, a couple years ago and we went to a bunch of Nets games. I'd always be annoyed. You'd be that. you're more of a. Um, uh, I was more of a yeah. as a fan. He doesn't get what team is he even. He now? was on the Bucks before. I don't know if he is now. Yeah, he was on the Suns for a little bit then. I don't know if he's. Who knows if he's is he even in the league? Now nah, I gotta look this up. If he's but, in the league, but regardless, I mean, uh, oh, yeah. what team he's on? But regardless, um, yeah, no, but Bo was better, I guess. Like he gets way more burned. But I, when we went to those games, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, we could do that. I mean, Old Depot is, is fun to watch, I guess. Yeah. Let's see yeah. here. Oh, he is still on the box. Oh, okay. Look at me with my fancy Just NBA knowledge. Yeah, I mean, I think J Kid had him for a year. Oh yeah, knee surgery. Ah, there yeah, it is. I mean, they got Jabari Parker back, so uh, they're doing well. We can we can update the teams. Yeah, Last thing about the Nets, uh, Jay Lynn opted into his twelve million contract for next year, uh, considering he's played maybe twenty something games of it. I, I don't I don't I don't fault him for what's happening. It's just the case that is right. They signed him based on a recovery year of the Hornets. Um, do you think Jeremy Lynn has a future with the Brooklyn Nets? 
I mean, I don't even know that he has a future in the league at all. Like, he literally can't stay healthy. He came back his first game of the season got injured again. I mean, realistically, he may have if, – if he's able to play, which, like I just kind of said, I, I, doubt, I, I have doubts about. I think it definitely could be with the Nets, but, um, yeah, I'm just – I don't know if he's, he can play at all. Uh, I mean, yeah, um, it's hard. It's hard to tell um, because he – He's definitely had a lot of injuries, uh, and I think it was such a fluke injury, especially in the first game of the season. You know, him and Gordon Hayward went down um, uh, the same day, I think, and then someone else went down, I forget. Uh, but yeah. I think he still has a – with his injuries, with his legs, he, can still, he still shoots the three. He's still a good passer. He's an average defender. Um, so if you're demoting him based on, like, what number person he's off the bench – He's like, he's just there. He's like at the ninth or tenth man, you know, kind of thing right now. He used to be, you know, at sixth or fifth, maybe. But I think yeah. with the injuries, depending on how he is. But he's used to that, right? He, his career has been uh, an underdog. He's been the third string, you know, point guard on a, on a team. He's a little older now, but I think he's smart enough, not because he's just Harvard, but like, I think legitimately he's just smart enough to to figure it out. A lot of smart, high IQ players, they stay on as bench, you know, as locker room guys, but I think you can still get minutes and do his things. Kind of like a, you know, a James Jones or Richard Jefferson or a Jeremy Nelson. Well, yeah, he needs to be a, a great three-point shooter to do that, I guess, which is decent at, I guess. But, um, I, I mean, the, you kind of mentioned Hayward. It was around the same time. That was way more of a fluke in my mind. But the win thing going to the rack, like, it, it's, it's going to be a little bit Derek Rose situation, I feel like, where anytime you go into the take it to the hole, you feel like he's going to get hurt at any moment, like, which it's, is happening. It's because so, you care about him so much, I, I, right? You just, you don't want, you want to shield him no, from those, I, in, I, yeah, I know you don't care. Uh, <laughs> I have no attachment to Jeremy. I like him fine, but I mean, he, I, I just, I'm skeptical about his career going yeah. forward, but I hope it works out for him. That's, I mean, that's good. I'll, he would be good if, if he kept, if he, the Nets could obviously use him. Yeah, I'll let him know. I'll let him know that you, you wish him good luck. Yeah, you have a personal relationship. No, I'll just, I'll just sleep on your couch now. Wasn't he doing that? <laughs> sleeping on people's couches for a while. Uh, no, I'll just, I'll just let, I'll let the Christian church know, and eventually it'll get to him. You know, um, I'll just stop by one of the churches and say, "Hey, that's that's how it works, right?" Oh yeah, you stop by a church and say, "Hey." Yeah, church. yeah. I mean, if you could talk to Jesus, you could talk to, hey, you could talk to Jay Lynn, right? It's the same thing. Uh, moving past that. That's right. That's a Bible verse. <laughs> well, so you're. I know we're having nuts up, but like, so one of the things was like. Is Nets Clippers the next game they're playing, or that was on the schedule you were saying? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Next. I was actually. Uh, so yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I'm just saying to get into trade talk a little bit. A kind of a surprise today, I would say, was that the Clippers didn't really make any trades. So DeAndre Jordan and Sweet Lou Williams still on. The squad. Or Doc Rivers is still on the squad. He could have been traded, right? <laughs> I suppose Doc and Austin, yeah, package yeah. <laughs> uh, Back to Boston, or I don't know, New York, or something like that, or. I don't think he's going. No, back Orlando. To he's probably, he'll probably go back to Orlando at some point. If you know Frank Vogel's probably going to be canned after. There's a lot of coaches. We'll talk about that when it's closer to the off season. Well, the Orlando more acid mess is way more of the off front yeah. office yeah. Than Vogel. But you mentioned Clip Show. Um, we didn't cover it because it happened before. Wait, it happened about like two weeks ago, right? Blake. Oh yeah, so they did make a huge trade. What am I talking about? I just didn't make any more today on the trade deadline. But yeah, that was a uh, obviously. Big yeah, big yeah, big yeah. Big Mr. Mr. Griffin uh, went to Detroit basketball uh, for Toby Harris, Tobias Harris, 
Avery Bradley and Big Boban. Bo. Yeah, different kind of Bobo. Boba, I guess. Boban, the monster, the monster in the, I guess where he'd be now in the, in the La La Land, right? It's a tourist attraction. It's pretty big. That's right. Yeah. So, like, just to recap on these guys, Bo uh, Bobo is Bojan Bogdanovich uh, of the Pacers now, formerly of the Nets. Then there's Bog Bog. I call him Bog Bog. That's Bogdan Bogdanovich on the Kings. Yep. And there's Boban, what is it, Marinovich. He's Boba. Right. Is there? So that's just and Mirza Tladovich. Are we, are, should we just name out the all? Well, he's not. The dream teams of itches? No, no, it's got to be a. Tladovich, <laughs> I won't put in there because he doesn't have a Bo first name or last name. So Would uh, Baron Davis be part of that if he was still in the league? <laughs> Bada, no, because that's Baron Davis, no Bo. It's got to have a Bo in there. That's it. Let me think if there's any more. Bo, uh, Bo, um, no. Well, I can't think of it anymore. Maybe Bob. Uh, some, someone named Bob Madovich. Only if it's pronounced Bob, Bob though. Bob uh, okay. Well, I mean, there, there's not actually a lot. Bobby Portis. Um, there's not a lot of European players that are all like all stars anymore. It's Dirk. Is well, none of those guys are. Either. No, I mean, like uh, you know, like there used to be the Peja Stryakovichs of the world. Well. Or, I mean, there's there's Porzingis. We didn't talk about his deal. Oh, wait, there. no. He's a European player. I forgot about that. Um, and he would be an all-star. Yeah, player. I mean, his name really threw me off. Or he is, technically. So. Yeah. He's Pope. So which way do you want to go? We got a couple things to cover. We can. I think we should um, We should definitely go into the rest of the injuries, just get that get that out of the way, and then I think we can go into our favorite segments. And uh, Okay, and that, that's what we'll get more into trades in the right, next segment. Right, right. So you talk about injuries, so KP. You want to talk injuries. KP's yeah. out for the season with the ankle tear. Uh, that's how you say it, right? Ankle tear. The ankle. Yeah, he tore that ankle. I'm very unfortunate. Knicks fans are bereft. Their season was already like at the beginning of the season. Knicks fans were more happy than they'd been in a long time. It still wasn't going that great for them or anything. But then KP goes down, and now it's back to misery. I mean, for the Knicks. when you have a unicorn. And you have that unicorn around. At first, you're like, whoa, this unicorn's pretty cool. And then you really, really love that unicorn, and then it's just taken away from you. I feel like that's pretty devastating for MSG and New York Knickerbockers. Yep. Um, the unicorn broke his horn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, when, that, that's where the ACL is, right? In your I would think so. Either that or the penis. I'm not sure. Uh, Never so, before mine. Well, that's what I mean. The horn. Yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, he broke his dick. Um, so <laughs> very unfortunate. That's an awkward way to come down. From the dunk, I gotta say. Um, yeah, so KP went down. You know, I, I do. I wasn't that surprised. I, you know, we were talking about Lynn and how you're talking about he's injury prone. KP wasn't super injury prone. He was, you know, he's his third year right now, rookie year. He didn't play too much, but he had injuries uh, last year. He had a little bit of injuries. They were monitoring his minutes this year. They decided to just go with it right i don't think they really kept to any minute plan Whoa. like Embiid, he's resting games because he's been injured like the first three years of his career and then one more thing one knock on picking him as the knicks fans booed in barclay center as they boo every single pick they made it's they were saying that kp is injury prone he had some injuries across the pond uh in the uk not uk somewhere some euro league team and I guess anywhere over there is technically, yeah. technically, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like, that's the thing. Like, I wasn't that surprised based on remembering that of his scouting report. I was, I was bummed and disappointed because it really actually got me to watch Nick Nick's games because I just felt like both teams in New York need a little bit of love right now, uh, especially in this shitty time. So, 
I don't know if you can really recover fully from that. A lot of people say, you know, once they tear the ach, um, it really, it really just messes them up, hardcore. I don't know. I guess. I mean, a lot of players obviously have come back fine from it, right? Well, I'm talking about on the all-star level. Uh, yeah, er- players have like technology has advanced, and surgery, medical uh, technology has advanced last 15, 20 years. So. Um, you know, Grant Hill tore his ACL back then, and, you know, that was different. But then after, like, seven years of being injured, the technology improved for him to, like, get back gradually. He wasn't he wasn't the same player ever again. Um, same thing with, with Penny Hardaway's of the world. So I think because he's a yeah. unicorn, he's so tall, like, I don't know. Tall. Yeah, yeah, bending your knee and, and all that. I don't know. I don't know. So... Well, I don't either. And what was his injury last year? I don't remember. I think it was an arm thing, right? I think it was arm related. Uh, I I think it was uh, his tail. Yeah. His tail. His. uh, Yeah. Um, Do unicorns got tails? I don't know. Yeah, man. Unicorns have tails. Why wouldn't they have tails? They're like a horse, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they're tailless. uh, Rhinos have tails. Elephants have tails. Well, rhinos don't really have tails. They have like a little nub on it. That's still a tail. Name, Name a mammal that you can think of that doesn't have a tail. Uh, humans. We have tails, technically. We have a tailbone. Tail yeah, bone, so guess. we have a tail. It's a vestigial uh, organ. Huh? Okay. Well, I don't know how we got back on this rhino and animal yeah. talk. It's going to happen one more time. But We're going to bring it back one more time. How is it going to happen one more I'll, time? We'll figure okay. it out. But injuries, yeah. Since our last podcast, so many injuries, not just KP. Uh, Kevin Love as well. Not an ACL tear. Shouldn't be out for the season, but out for like what a happened? couple weeks. He broke his hand. Uh, he was playing with his uh, horn too much, right? So. That's right. He was someone was going for his horn. He blocked it with his hand, but it got got broke. Uh, at least it was Kel, the Irishman Kelly Olynyk. Um, he didn't he didn't do oh, it. God no. It was not yeah. He'd be ripping arms out of yeah. sockets. Yeah. Um, then we got Boogie. No, not as bad of an injury as that. But yeah, Boogie. That that was an ACL tear, right? No, so it was um. It was the back of his foot. What's it called? Um, oh, that Achilles. Yeah, just full on Achilles. Achilles yep. tear. Yeah. Either way, those that's an, uh, a season under. Yep, yep. And he was, he, I think he had the most monstrous night, and it was like five, ten seconds left in the game, or in overtime, and that's how it went down, yep. you know? They were beating, uh, they, it was a good game, they were playing maybe OKC, or was it one of these, uh, or Houston, one of those teams, and they were, they were winning, or they won, but it was not worth it. Yeah, one. yeah. Well, uh, and that's another trade we didn't mention, but the Pellies traded for uh, Miratic, uh the guy who made that mayonnaise and right, right. and something sandwich, whatever. Mayonnaise and peanut butter? Yeah. I don't know. That's fucking yeah. horribly disgusting. But but regardless, he also made headlines for getting in the way of, a, of Bobo Porter. He punched him with his season. head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he yeah, punched yeah, his hand with his head. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Maybe that guy maybe was going trying to <laughs> save his horn. I don't yeah, know. Basically. But uh, yeah, he's, in, uh, he's uh, down in... Uh, Pelly yeah, yeah. Sure. I think it was a way to like convince Anthony Davis that they're making moves. Uh, so they gave up, they gave up a good amount. I forgot, I I forgot what, but they gave up three players: Jameer Nelson, uh, Omar Osik, like a first round pick, yeah. uh, and something and someone else. But like that's a lot for Nikolai. Yeah, the pick is a little bit much thrown. I mean, Miritich when he came back from his face injury was playing really well, right? Yeah, he could score. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that team. Oh, he's got a nice beard on him. That that's, team should have beat the uh, the Celtics. They're up two zero. But if Rondo, he was a big part of that too. So last year in the first round. Oh yeah, another another year. Yeah, last year. yeah, yeah. They could have. But 
Definitely. Okay, cool. So, uh, John Wall, also, he's getting... But any any other big... Uh, inj- oh, yeah, he, what was his injury? He's not... A, it's he's a scope. It's like debris in his knee. Um, one of those uh, get that. It's like kind of like the the gutter in the sink. It's basically that. Uh, they they washed his that? leg and took out that gutter and disposed of it. So. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to take out the gutter. You're just supposed to take, take the, junk, the gunk out of the gutter. You're not supposed to remove the whole gutter or else... <laughs> Or else uh, it's going to uh, wait. What does a gutter do anyway? It stops the rainfall and stuff. Yeah, isn't it a gutter? Or... Yeah, in your sink you have a gutter. Why are the Why are they? Oh no, no gutters on your roof. A sink is like a disposer. What do you mean the disposer? I don't know. I'll, I I threw that out today, so I better go get it um, and tell my wife because she <laughs> that I threw it. Out. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure a gutter is not something you're supposed to throw. I mean, it's it's like a space, like. You know, like in bowling, like a gutter ball, like the gutters are the things on the side of the lane. You know. It's like the space for stuff. I would like, look this up, but I feel like this is what the fans want to listen to and find out what, what it's called. <laughs> yeah, let's talk Rhinos again. Well, we're, <laughs> it was such a crazy trade deadline today, and we're really going down. Uh, just an update on NBA TNT. Show, we, we got, actually, speaking of John Wall, um, we got the Wizards, Bradley Bale for three. Good. Uh, down by 78 to 83, seven minutes left, playing the uh, Boston Celtics. Uh, Boston. Oh, they're playing the Celtics. Yeah. Um, Sorry, what's the score again? Seventy-eight, eighty-three. The the Wizards are down by th- five. Sorry, I couldn't do the math for a second. Third quarter, or fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, quarter, seven minutes to go. Marcus Morris uh, does does Marquise uh, bad, so uh, makes a turnaround. People thought, uh, and speaking of the Celtics, people thought maybe Marcus Smart would be out the door. Someone would be out the door for a Tyree Gavin's trade from the Grizzlies, but that didn't go. Down they wanted either. to keep him apparently last minute, so. They did sign Greg Monroe the last week. Yeah, Monroe's playing right yeah, now. Um, he he does not look like he looks like he has a lot of weight on him still, um, or just in general, he doesn't look spelt. Yes, he doesn't look like that. Uh, but he's putting buckets in, so I guess it doesn't matter. Not yeah, uh, he doesn't have. Yeah, no, that's all that he's more of a. He's actually like a taller, skinny, taller, lighter version of Big Baby Davis, where he just uses his shoulder and his wide frame. To kind of get buckets. Yeah, yeah. Well, as much as more, more spelled. Oh, for sure. Um, that's why they call him Big Baby. All right, so we just, yeah, uh, right. we mentioned all these players well, that were injured. Well, uh, do you know something that's co- yeah, some... common about that? I was just going to say, I, I feel like they have something in common. Well, well, what could it be? Well, they all have horns. Um, yeah. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, they're all men. Uh, you know, they're not eunuchs out there. They all, um, they all have a... Uh, well, Oh, they're all all stars, or they would be if they weren't uh, if they weren't injured. They'd be playing. Yep. I guess they yep. Be, yep. Know? And they all like ice cream. Yeah, and they're not from the same. Well, who doesn't? Uh, lactose intolerant people, I guess. Well, they like it. They just yeah. need it. But uh, they, I, uh, I mean, they're uh, they're a mix from the east and west, so they're not on the same conference. So that's not a similarity, right? Yeah, this is weird. Um, well, I mean, well, there's something. What could it be now? You know what? I think I think I got it. it you know, I was thinking about it, and I had this conspiracy theory about it. So, Inamas is on December 26th, right? Before that, That's and right. I mentioned Jesus has his B-Day the day before. Less less notable, but yeah. Right. And then and then there's one other infamous name that's celebrated all around the world. And the only one I could think of is LeBron. So, is Inam? Oh, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods' birthday is this after. Oh, yeah, LeBron. LeBron's a day after mine, or two days after mine, so... Um, uh, uh, four days after. What, Tiger is four days? He's a, I think LeBron and Tiger are both a No, he's the 28th. Yeah. 28th? I got LeBron beat in one thing. 
two two days older. That's it. So. All right, you guys are born in the yep. same year. Yep. And I have actually no, I have uh, the same amount of uh, I guess we're equivalent. We have the same amount of NFL championships. So that's that's that. No, no, I'm sorry to tell you, but I did just fact check you because I thought I thought I knew this. Um, LeBron uh, and Tiger, but LeBron uh, is four days four days younger than you. This is bullshit. Or older. I, I'm. Or no, yeah. Uh, we gotta have that uh, redacted. December 30th. Because I remember I went to a Cavs game on a December 30 years ago, like LeBron, one of maybe like LeBron's fourth season in the league, and we went on his birthday, and like people were making signs for it and stuff. And yeah, it was the 30th. Do you have anyone so I had it that's born on your on your born day that's uh, as good as LeBron James? Um, Christian Bale is uh, is is on my birthday. That's one. <laughs> Infamous Bucks president Dick Cheney is on my birthday. Oh yeah. Gene Hackman, the actor, is, I mean, my birthday was recently, I, 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 every other, yeah, every once in a while on my birthday, I look up who's born, I know Gene Hackman, the famous actor, there's some, there's some notable guys. Okay. okay. I mean, no one is good as LeBron, but that's not yours either. Well, you know who is, though? Who's uh, that? Former West Virginia NCAA college standout, Joe Alexander, I think he was also a former NBA player. Joe Alexander, yeah, he was, yeah. um. He's on the box, I think. Yeah, and then he was. Oh, you know who's who, who? You know who's on my mind oh. as well? Jalen Rose. Oh yeah. Well, I got. He's a Jan Thirty. I got player. on mine. I got Cheeky Brown from the uh, Houston Cheeky Brown. Texans. Yeah, he was originally drafted by the Ravens. I think. Who the hell is that? Cheeky, Cheeky. Cheeky yeah. Brown. Well, that, that guy's. Uh, let sidebar for more sidebarring. Um, the Super Bowl <laughs> happened, right? Uh, and sure. there was a, a epic. I think it was pretty awesome. Uh, since you're the the uh, Brooklyn Rebound Sports Network uh, expert, along with your boys E Dash Nam and Starvin Marv. <laughs> That's right, she said Marv. But yeah, we're going to actually. Uh, by the time this comes out, we'll probably also have a Super Bowl recap out of Mister Is Irrelevant on the Brooklyn Rebound Network feed. So look out for that for our in-depth thoughts. But yeah, what did you want to say about? Well, that? I mean, what was your what was your uh, takeaway from that game? Was it was it everything you wanted? Did you did you have the team you wanted to win? Did you care? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, obviously I was against the Pats. Now you as a Cowboys fan, you also with Giants or Washington fans, and a little bit of a spot where it's like alien versus predator because you don't like the Eagles, they're your rivals, and then obviously everyone hates the Pats except for Pats fan. But I think you you would still kind of root for the Eagles, even in this yeah. case, wouldn't you? Or are you rooting for the Pats? Or you don't care? Yeah, I mean, um, no, my buddy John, um, he's from Philadelphia. He was down there, so I was rooting for him. Um, mm-hmm. And considering, yeah, and then one of my friends that I grew up with um, back in uh, Connecticut, uh, he was the only Eagles fan I knew um, ever, really, before anyone else, and I think it was because of McNabb back then. Um and he had like his uh, Eagles lanyard keychain, so I was just I was happy for those two specific people. Nick Foles, I was also happy for, um, and I thought it was pretty awesome that Grant Long and Legarrette Blunt uh, were on the Patriots the year before. And Chris Long, yeah, Chris Long is it? Who's Grant Long? Grant Long is a former NBA player. Uh, Chris Long, um, and and they they beat. The team that they played for last year in most one of the most yeah, high offensive Super Bowl offense. uh, games I've ever seen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and Chris Long, by the way, donated his entire 2017 yep. page. Yep, uh, and they did our, their protest so with the fist right fist raise. Uh, Look, Eric Blunt did that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
No, they did. Yeah, they one did of them had their fists raised, and uh, yeah. and Chris Long had his arm on his shoulder, kind of like he did that earlier. Anyways, that that's all. That's all. Okay, well, I didn't know that in the Super Bowl. But yeah, no, like you mentioned, it was yeah. So the Pets lost. I like that, and it was a very high-scoring game, entertaining game. So I thought it was a very good Super Bowl. And I did on on my NFL podcast. I did predict that it would be a, a high-scoring uh, barn burner, and I was happy that I was right about that. I, I had the Pats winning in the barn burner, not the Eagles, but I wasn't that surprised the Eagles pulled it out. I mean, they are a really good team, so congrats yep. to them. Yep. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely get all into it on Mister Zrelevant. Yeah. But check um, it, check it, check it, check it that but out. But yeah, I mean, this is. This is NBA right now. I mean, we st- we we really got to. No, no, no. But I got this. I got this. Today. Let me handle this, Patrick. What were you got? I got this. After Kyrie gets okay. an and one uh, on the Wiz, Wiz on the Wiz. Nobody. Come on, Wiz. Don't lose. Um. Damn. Yeah. So we talked about Super Bowl. You know, the biggest, the NBA weekend that they have their Super Bowl is the All Star weekend. So we just mentioned Braun. Team Braun has four of these players that we just mentioned previously oh, that's, that's that were we, injured. We, we were on like a. We were on like a triple sidebar, so I yeah, I had to bring it back full circle. I forgot that yeah. we were with the, the, the so the question is, Padre, is is Team Braun cursed? Because all these players, that was I mean, not even that in general. Just Team Braun as life, are they cursed? Because you have all these players that were on his team, and we're going to get into that trade. Uh, you have this. Uh, it's it's a lot, man. You're you're a LeBron fan um, through and through. I would say. Yeah, well, I'm a Cavs fan through and through. I'm obviously a LeBron fan as well, but don't make it seem like I'm a LeBron fan. Not, not, you know, I, I don't. No, I don't. I mean, you can try to distinguish, separate yourself from like uh, the mainstream people or the mainstream media that loves LeBron James. But LeBron is from your area. He's part of. He's like he represents Ohio, or at least part of Ohio. So I would, yeah. as a human being, he you you support LeBron James and as a basketball player as well. Right, and it's amazing to watch. Obviously, we didn't even mention it, like, because uh, last night, before all this trade stuff went down today, they played the Wolves in a barn burner of a game, speaking of the high-scoring octane, no defense. It was like the Super Bowl all over again, yep. and went down to the wire, and LeBron hit a, a buzzer beater in Jimmy Butler's face with a second left. So uh, that was awesome, and LeBron had an amazing game, so yeah, he's the best. But uh, is he is his team cursed? All-star team? I mean, hey, if Kyrie goes down right now in this game you're watching, then, then it, it definitely is. But let's talk about all the injuries that that have been affected by him. You got Chris, I mean, not by him, but associated to him. Chris Bosh, gone from basketball. So you're not just talking all-star game, you're talking about... Anyone that gets close to LeBron James, uh, Kyrie Irving in the finals, the first part one of the episode of uh, three episodes of the NBA finals. Kyrie... Kyrie and love. Yeah. Kyrie and love, love twice. You got you got all these all star players right here. Um, I guess Dwayne Wade wasn't really affected by it um, at all, and I think yeah, a lot of players have been and uh, that have been affected by it. Uh, Dewan Wagner, um, <laughs> way back, Dewan he's no Wagner. longer in the NBA. Uh, you got Mo Williams. Uh, There's barely over any. You got Mo Williams' his mom. Um, Williams, <laughs> um, and you got uh, David Blatt. You got Mike Brown. You got basically a lot of people have been, been like, castrated. Uh, well, now, now you're conflating. Now you're conflating get, getting uh, fired with injuries. I, I don't know. This is a stretch to me. Now, uh, I, I, it's it's noteworthy on the All Star team this year, especially since they, uh, you know, they redid the system here, where it's not East versus West, and like his LeBron's captain team now has all these injuries. That is that is kind of a interesting, but or not maybe not interesting, but Tristan it's kind of Thompson. But you're talking about his whole career. I don't think it's any more than any other. The, the Bosch thing is a whole separate issue, you know, medical issue. Anyway, not an injury. And then, 
None, none of these ones hit that major in my mind. Well, uh, the one you forgot the most, Cherry Sprite. Once he signed up with Sprite, NBA lost Sprite as his sponsor. So Sprite went to Mountain Dew. I mean, NBA went from Sprite to Mountain Dew. So and LeBron signed up with Sprite as his endorsement, uh, as a you know kind of equivalent to the Michael Jordan Coke uh, thing. So I don't know. Well, NBA wanted to get more extreme and have people doing the deal. Yeah. Yeah. So LeBron and it's Coke versus Pepsi, right? What's that? Mountain Dew's Coke. Uh, I mean, a Pepsi product. Well, yeah, it went Coke from Coke to Pepsi. Yeah. Pepsi yeah. So they switched it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, two two minutes left. Washington Wizards up 92-91. The Wizards. Lots. Yeah. So, so Team Bron Team Bron is uh is cursed uh with this plague. A couple of players that uh replace him, I think Goron, the Dragon. Um Yeah, I so saw he's in there. He replaced um Love, I guess. Yeah. Uh I don't know who I don't know who's replacing KK. Yeah, I don't they didn't they didn't list all of them yet, did they? I thought that I, mean, I don't know who's replacing KP, but they had replacements for the other ones okay. before that. Oh, Paul George replaced one replacement. of them too. Oh, George yeah. replaced yeah. replaced Buggy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, future Laker and uh, teammate Paul George. Um, well, yeah, we're gonna get into this Laker stuff. Maybe, maybe not. But the Lakers made moves to get that. To okay, get so as they're angling, we get past the injuries, we get past the Bron curse. Now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, and I think it's our only segment: snap or slap. Only consistent. Uh, Snap or slap? Snap or slap? We got the NBA trade edition, trade deadline edition. So I'm going to go for one. Uh, you go for one. You know how it works, uh, listeners. Uh, first mm-hmm. trade, Blake Griffin, and we talked about it, uh, for Toby Harris, Bradley, Boban. Who won that trade? Who are you going to slap and who are you going to snap? And I think a pick maybe to Clippers too, or mm-hmm. a second round pick or something. Oh, wait, do I have to slap one and snap one, or is that how we're doing this? We, tip, time, we, we typically do that. I mean, you can also you can snap do, both of them, or you can slap both of them. It's really up to you. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's not always a one versus the other thing. It's not always about You know what? I forgot. Maybe like, let's, let's, let's rewind thing, it back, and you, you announce you announce it. And <laughs> No, I'm just trying to learn the rules on the fly, because, like, in the, like for example, it could be, like, um, the, Nick, or the, uh, the uh, Bucks fire Jason Kidd, snap or slap that move. But in this case, so it's like, do I snap or slap slap the Bucks move? Yes or no? But in this oh, case, oh yeah, it's like, I, I actually no, that that makes a point. I I got some. I feel like I could snap both, slap both, want either or. It should be both sides. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, I guess you could take it with the first one, and okay. So I will. Um, let's see here. What do I want to do with it? Well, on the Pistons side, I'll give that a a snap. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean. Because in this sense, like Blake Griffin's not going to propel them to a title, they they might make the playoffs now. They still might not even make the playoffs. I mean, since he's, I, th- I don't think they've lost a game since he's come over. They're like five and zero or something. So they might get an eight seven seed in the playoffs. Uh, and if they do, and, and it's not a great place to be in the NBA when you're in the middle there. But they haven't had any big star for a while, so at least to get the fans more interested, I'll give them a firm snap for for bringing in a star like Blake Griffin. Okay. The biggest name player they've had in okay. a decade almost. Okay. So. Now, in terms of the Clippers, I don't know. I, I might give them a minor slap because I don't. Is this the best deal they could have got? I guess they want to clear space off, right? Tobias Harris is a fine player. I like him. He, he's expiring, I believe, so maybe they want to clear him off there. Uh, Avery Bradley, there was talk he'd be moved out again today. Obviously, like I said before, right. Clips didn't make any further moves from this one. But so I don't know if this. I feel like maybe they could have got a better return, but maybe they couldn't. So it's hard to say. So maybe a minor, uh, just a minor slap. But I, I don't have a strong snap or slap on either of these, but... 
I, I, I guess the the on the Piston side, it's a decent strong. Yeah, I I mean just to comment on that real quick, I mean, we already we already seen the results of the Pistons winning five games in a row. It looks like something that's going to continue, especially with and Blake Griffin has been playing really really well. Uh, it was two or three years ago. Although every first round they would get uh, annihilated, but the I think it was uh, towards the last month of the season, Blake Griffin was playing monster numbers, kind of like like Boogie Cousin numbers in the past couple months. Just a lot of rebounds, a lot of threes, a lot of assists, a lot of a lot of points, doing his thing. Um, and I think with Drummond, uh, he's going to take away a lot of attention from players because he can play facing up, and that just makes Drummond's life really really easy um and that just makes everything he's an all-star right? yeah he's a yukon's own uh all-star uh, so he he is the not the last of the dinosaurs but i think he's the resurgence of the dinosaurs in the nba uh, one of them at least uh with mb uh, was going to be kp but who knows um and and boban you can't forget about boban uh he's a monster <sighs> Hopefully, get some more playing time. He didn't play much on the Pistons. No, uh, I mean he did. Plus he did get some time. looks on the Spurs, uh, and by looks, I mean people were definitely afraid yeah. of him because he's a he's a he's looking. Yeah, up he's a monster. Um, going back to it, so so you got you got that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you and defer with you. I, I think the snap is definitely there for Blake uh, and the Pistons or Pistons as well, and the other one I don't feel too strongly. So I guess I'll just slap that one for the yeah. Clippers. We have a little more hindsight on this because it was like a week right, ago. Right, so it's kind of cheating. It's kind of cheating, so. yeah. And he's played, so. Yeah. These other ones we're going to do just happen today, so we don't know for sure. Yet. All right. Um, you want to announce the next yeah, one? Yeah, so there's three teams involved in this one. Oh, no, it's my turn. No, it's my okay. turn to announce. That's right. Sorry. Uh, so, Emmanuel Moutier. This is a three-team trade. Mm-hmm. Moutier goes to the Knicks yep. from Denver. Yep. Denver picks up a second-round pick plus Devin Harris from the tanking Mavs. And then the Mavs pick up Dougie McBuckets from the Knicks. Uh, he's reuniting with his old teammate, um, Harrison Barnes. Harry, Harry Barnes. Teammate, yeah. Harry Barnes. So that's that. I, I, mean, I guess Moody is the biggest name in this trade. I mean, De- Devin Harris is a little old at this point. He used to be a bigger name. Yeah. But uh, McBuckets is fun to say, and he's a decent, he's a good shooter. But yeah, Moody is like the kind of the project guy. Been a project for a while. Didn't really pan out in Denver. What do you think uh, to these teams? Do you want to give a, a firm snap or a firm slap to any of these three? So, I don't. I think the the snap, the definite snap out of this is Moutier. I think Moutier has a lot of potential uh, for as a player to be released in the Knicks, and also since they don't have a lot of direction right now, um, having a player like that as an asset uh, and giving getting rid of uh, McBuckets, who's basically a Kyle Korver, you know, in the NBA of a guy who could shoot threes and, you know, dribble and hit the um, hit the baseline or I mean, or whatever. Yeah, it's hard to even compare them to Corbin. This like a, maybe a poor man's Well, no, I mean, yeah, I'm just I'm just comparing them because they're both white and they shoot threes, so obviously. Uh, <laughs> so so when it comes down to it, uh, Moutier and the Knicks, I think that's a great, because you don't know how how uh, Frank, their eighth pick, is going to be doing, um, you know, Talinka, you're on, you're on, no, I mean I like him, but you, <laughs> I feel like Moutier has a. Said you are, you're right, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to butcher his last name. I, I, I oh, they're both Frenchmen too, aren't what, they? Who? Moutier? Nalinka and Moutier. Moutier. Oh, I didn't know that. Is definitely. I think Talinka is also. Oh, I mean, I'm they should trade for Fournier and, and Gobert, and then they got it all there. Um, so, so Moutier, I think I always liked him. And, uh, and just a quick sidebar, I also liked Alfred Payton. They both got moved today. Um, I think they're the competing, comparing guards during their draft. So I think that's a good move for New York. New York definitely needs some more young players that are 
controlling the ball. They had Derek Jack. He's basically not going to be around. He's a journeyman. So for the Nuggets, I will snap that as well. Uh, the Nuggets are playing really well. They need a they need a veteran to rely on um, as opposed to Moutier. And I think Devin Harris and Jamal Murray and um, Will Barton can definitely make some noise in that backcourt that will propel them to uh, maybe the sixth or, or fifth record in the West. Um, they're doing well. I think they're at seven or eighth, but I'm not going to double check that uh, at all. The, the, sorry, uh, the Nuggets? Oh, yes, I believe they're like Yeah, yeah. I, I think they can peak at uh, six with, not because of this trade, but I think if subtraction, uh, either way, subtraction by addition or addition by subtraction, it, it's a trade. So I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, McBuckets, I will just, I'll let it there. I'll just let it stay there. I won't do either uh, to the Mavs. I don't know what the Mavs are doing. So um, they're freeing up cap, and that's it. So. And you mentioned Payton. We don't have him on snapper slap. He did get traded. He got traded to the Suns. That was a three-team deal. No, it was just a one and one. His hair got, one and one. No, no, his no. I think it was a three-team because I, I saw that his uh, his hair got moved. <laughs> I see. To the local yeah. high school for the janitor. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cut me off when I'm doing my oh, bit, you know. Well, I mean, you know, there's a couple things I'm stickler on: trade accuracy, <laughs> and uh, and horses and rhinos. Those are the those are the two things I'm stickler for. Kyrie's up for two shots, nine seconds left, free throw. Oh, yeah, there's time yeah. left in this? Uh, what's the score? Uh, now it's 96-98. Uh, Wizards are up. Kyrie's first, second free throw coming up right now. Um, have you wore your Irving jersey or T-shirt at all? All gear? No, that T-shirt's firmly in the drawer. I didn't come in on anything. I mean, like, wouldn't you wear it, like, around the house and whatnot? Like, no one's going to judge you unless your brother comes out and it's like, ha-ha. No. <laughs> so. No, here's the thing. Uh... Because it's a type of shirt where it has the number on it. It's not the most comfortable shirt, I'll say. Because it's of, like, tight. The number thing. So I, I wouldn't wear it to like bed. It, it is a little tight anyway. It's probably a size too small. No, anyway. the jersey shirts point. are always tight in the chest area because they're... They are tight. And they have the kind of un, somewhat uncomfortable... Uh, it's fine wearing out to a game or whatever. But like lying around the house in bed or something or whatever, it's not the most comfortable shirt because of that number material. So... No reason to even wear it for that. So yeah, it's in the closet. It's in the drawer. If it was a jersey, you would uh you would wear that around the house, all right? No, I don't wear. I don't think jerseys are comfortable around. I mean, I'm not a jersey anyway. I don't. You have zero jerseys. jerseys zero. Me, so. I don't think they're comfortable either. Basketball, I have zero. Any kind of sports jersey, I don't really have any. I have like a one football one wow. that I never wear. So yeah, I'm not a jersey. You're not a jersey guy. Um, because because you live in Queens. Yes. Uh, That's right. Catch the pod in the house right Studio here. A. But uh, let's get it. We're, let's keep Snapper Slap up. I mean, that was a little tepid one we just did because it wasn't that exciting. But now we're getting into the heart of the issue. Oh. Couple big, couple big ones. Yeah. So let's break this down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Line me I'm up. gonna set up a couple, uh, maybe like the first three parts of it, and then you can finish it off. So we got, we got, uh, we got th- four team trade. We got the the Jazz, the Kings, the Lakers, and the Cavs. Now the Cavs got um, well. No, so not not specifically. Like since you want, you're the one who's a stickler for this accuracy, it's not a four team trade. There is a three team trade, and then there is a separate trade with the Lakers. Oh my bad. I thought I thought they're all all together. So you know me. No, I'll rip it down. Yeah, for you it. do. I'll, you break I'll it down. It since down it's your team, so, it's your baby. So yeah. Okay, so uh, let's just go in order of what happened today, like on the timeline. Um, so first, what happened is, you know, Woj is on there. Dropping bombs like he does, says that. Uh, 98, 98, pause. Five seconds left. You got Bradley Beal with the ball. Three seconds left. Driving to the hole. Fade away. Shot. 
Off the backboard, nothing. Overtime. Okay, go ahead. Well, Bill, you ain't no LeBron, yeah. son. Uh, so, first, yeah, first what happens is there's a Woj bomb. The Lakers are sending Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance Jr. to the Cavs. Huh, what's going on? Who are they getting in return? They're getting uh, the Cavs' first-round pick, so not that that's one to the mm-hmm. Cavs. They're getting Channing Fry, the Chan man. Uh, this is, honestly, this is the only player that we lost today. I'm really that, kind of upset about I mean, I had to do it, but... Uh, Channing was my guy. But anyway, he got his ring. And the piece de resistance. IT, he's out of there. He's going to the Lake Show. So Isaiah Thomas, his stint in Cleveland was a short one, at least on the floor. Um, I don't know. If, Cavs fans aren't sorry to see him go. I'm yeah, I don't know if the uh, listeners, they probably could hear it, but the police just, uh, sirens just sounded off, and they did not approve of this trade um, for the Cavs. I'm going to slap it. So you're, you're slapping. I'm slapping it for the Cavs. I feel like the Cavs gave up on IT. They might have been a locker room thing, but if you're moving half the team anyways, things, chemistry and stuff are going to change. And then Fr- Channing Fry is a chemistry guy. People love him. Um, so if you're putting in the balance of the chemistry, um, it's kind of it kind of canceled each other out. You have someone that's maybe speaking up a lot in IT. And he's always been a vocal person, Um and that's never been anything different. I think that the reason why they just wanted to get rid of him is because the ego, the ego thing of, and this goes back to LeBron. I think a lot of egos were there, but LeBron wasn't having it. And he thought he was getting, I think he has that regret about Kyrie um, remorse where he could have fixed that. And I think he just misses his bo- his little, little, uh, little brother or who, who formerly little brother. They don't really talk anymore. Kyrie. Well, they're going to play together in this All-Star game if Kyrie doesn't Well, he did pick, yeah, he picked them on purpose. So I think he definitely has some Kyrie withdrawal. Um, and I think that's why IT got moved. And I think IT had a chance really to, like, do something. You had a lot of guards there. You had, um, he came in halfway through the season. He only had a sample size of, what, 45 days with the Cavs, give or take? Yeah, like less than 20 games. Yeah, I mean, 45 days, 20 games, whatever. Um, it wasn't that much. Yeah, they should have been a little more patient. Uh, I think Jordan Clarkson's good, um, and I think Larry Nance is good for long term. But if you're trying to do something um, now, uh, I think it's a terrible move for um, the Cavs. So I'm slapping that trade for the Lake Show. Uh, I think it's a snap. Definitely, they have a guard. They have a lot of guards. They have a lot. They have a couple fours, especially with Kuzma um, doing his thing uh, and Lonzo Ball. They freed up cap, all that good stuff. Magic Johnson's got a hard on over it, so. Super happy. He's always smiling, but he—I think he, he had that Joker smile at a press conference. It just went all the way up to his eye, eyeballs. He's, he's already been fined twice in his short career for tampering. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. As so you, when it comes down to it, it, it's definitely a huge good trade for the Lakers. I'm snapping it because that's what you have to do in LA. You have to snap stuff. That's okay. that's all you got to do. Well, so I have a lot to say about this. Uh, I would be. I'm trying to think where I want to start here. Well, from the, from the Lakers' perspective, I think it's only a, it's a minor snap for me, but what it's clear what they're doing. They're trying to clear up space. Now, this could be a slap in the Cavs' direction if LeBron does end up leaving. for and So Paul George is going to have to go there. Basically, they have the room for George and LeBron or two big names for ages next year. So if it happens that LeBron does go there, the Cavs help the Lakers send him there, essentially. But other than that... They didn't really get much. Uh, I see you got Bob. Bob, Bob Doug. Is that a Bob, Bob Doug or Bruce Doug? Bo- both of them. Uh, I'm going to have to... You're going to either have to hear growls or or chirps. I think growls make it sound a little more tough. So, oh, there goes both of them. 
Famous. But anyway, here's the thing about the IT situation. Right. Did they give up on him quick? Maybe. I do think he has a locker room issue. He's the way he's playing now. He's he's borderline unplayable at, on a on a, a team that wants to win a championship or make it to the championship. He's his defense is as abysmal as possible. He's the worst defensive rating in the league. The the ne- the next worst player is like a light year better than him. He's one of the worst defensive ratings in the history of the NBA right now. So it's hard to get him out there on the floor, like keep him out there. And his, he needs offense to replace that. And right now, I know he's probably still not 100% healthy, obviously, but his offense isn't there. His explosiveness isn't there. I'm not, as a Cavs fan, I, I have no remorse about seeing him go. I really don't. The Lakers, on the other hand, like they're going to have an issue with him now, I think, when Lonzo gets healthy again. Who are they going to start? They should start Lonzo to get him time, but obviously IT is going to start. I don't know if the Lakers just cut IT and buy him out or whatever. Uh, IT wants to get paid next year, obviously. I don't think it's going to happen now. He's not getting any max from any team, so I kind of feel bad for him, but at the same time, like, it is what it is. Like, he, he's just not good right now. So, Clarkson and Nance, I don't know much about him. Uh, apparently, like, so I was reading Tate. Like, Lakers fans didn't really like oh, drop it. much. They Hold on, I got to I gotta tell Bob Dog and drop it. Bob, drop it. Good boy. Okay. So most Lakers fans I was seeing today weren't really that thrilled about this trade. So, but the other thing that was into it is this was before the Cavs made all the other moves. So, in a vacuum, I didn't love this move necessarily for the uh, for the Cavs. But with all the other trades, like it's you think about it differently. So even though it wasn't a four team trade, there was all these other trades, right? So now with the whole revamping, I mean we're gonna get to the rest of it now. But with the whole revamping, I like it a little bit better. Like I said, sad to see Fragil, but. I think it was a move that we need to make. Um, oh, we'll talk about the rest of the move now, uh, the trades now. But basically, Cavs getting younger. If LeBron does try to leave or does want to leave, there's the Cavs are setting themselves up to at least have a team still, younger players start for the rebuild, the revamp. So, but but, but I think that's the, that's the thing. You mentioned a lot, and I'm going to push back on that. You mentioned a lot of things that okay, you know. Um, he he was a locker room guy. That was a problem. Whatever he was performing really bad. He's a bad defender. First of all, the whole team is bad at defense. That's why they they traded everyone. Right? They don't have a rim protector. Yeah. Uh, they never never did. Um, and their post defense is uh, horrendous. Uh, Tristan Thompson used to be good at that, but he's got the Kardashian curse going on there. Yeah. Well, we didn't move. Yeah. Uh, Iman Shumpert has always been disgruntled since last last year he, he requested a trade and then you have all these things jay crowler uh crowder um he <laughs> crueler jay donut um cool. yeah he he also was like kind of like outspoken but not that much of a uh person so so when it came down to it i believe i think it was easier for them to like use isaiah as a scapegoat to say that well you know he he's a bad locker room, locker room guy, and he he's being thrown in that situation halfway through. He's he's being traded from a team that he did so much for and loved. So he had that emotional thing going on there, um, and I just feel like it, the the deck was stacked against it for him to perform at any level um, that was acceptable for LeBron and the Cavs. Um, and I think that's I think that's messed up because I don't think Jordan Clarkson and uh, Nance Jr. are really worth it if you're trying to uh, do something this year. Because IT could be that fourth quarter score. He's been that for the last two years. Maybe you don't – and he's come off the bench before. I, I don't know. I, I'm just very defendant on this trade because I, maybe I feel bad for him since the, the Boston situation. 
uh, where he just, you know, his sister died and all that. So I feel. I, yeah, I mean, it seems like, like I said, I feel somewhat bad for him as well, but I just don't think we could, like, he's not a viable option right now. He was still shooting at high volume, not making a lot of shots. And with his defense, you can't have him and Love out there in the fourth quarter. Maybe he said Love in the fourth when he's back healthy. But, like, it's just, it's just not working. Like, they, the Cavs were not a good team. Haven't been a good team this year. No, I mean, they 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 had and, to shake it up. And defense right. is one of the main issues. Yeah, and, and it's not like, like Kyrie, for example, he played a lot of bad defense on the Cavs. But when he actually buckled down and tried, he could play it better. He could defend the pick and roll decently, which IT just has physical limitations. Like, even if he tries, it doesn't matter. He just physically can't do it. So that's what you're saying, short. And Boston was able, it's not, a, it's not a coincidence to me that he looked the best ever on Boston last year, that he's looked in his career, because with Brad Stevens' system and the other players they had there, they were able to hide him, essentially, in defense, which the Cavs just did not have the personnel to do that. Most teams don't. So, Right. I've, yeah, but I mean, we got to get into the rest of it because it really all folds in, like to what the Cavs. What? So I mean, you just we just said that. So I guess the last one is, which is really getting feisty because we just talked about it. I think Bob Dog and Bruce Dog did not like that trade either. So <laughs> uh, we have uh, Rodney Hood from the Jazz and George Hill from the Kings to Cleveland. Jay Dona right. and uh, Derek Flower, Derek Rose to the Jazz and Joe uh, Penis um, and, <laughs> and yeah, Joe, Joe Horn, Horn. Joe Horn, former Iman, not Inam, Shumper uh, to the Kicks. So so we got, we got a lot of, a lot of mixed things. I'm going to comment on two things real quick. Looks like Derek Rose is going to be bought out okay. by the Jazz and Joe Johnson is going to be That's bought right. out by the Kings. So we don't know where they're going That's afterwards right. other than playoff contenders. So I, apparently the T Wolves and his old boy Tibbs want to pick up Rose. Maybe that's what the rumor I heard. But anyway, this is a big slap, uh, a big uh, snap for me for the Cavs. Yeah, I think this is pretty much a steal. Getting, getting Hill and uh, Hood in exchange for giving up Rose, Crowder, and Shump. I mean, yeah, that that kind of gone. Much yeah, I mean, essentially, you're things. if those players are being bought out, you're you're basically just trading Shump for Rodney Hood and. And Hill, like the other teams are not getting anything other than cap space, right? Um, in that way, and Rodney Hood, the Jazz were looking to trade him uh, for a little while because of the emergence of um, Jesus, the the guy from um, from Louisville, Donovan yeah, uh, who's killing it, and people, rookie of the yeah, year definitely rookie of the year candidate, but also on top of that, like Gordon, who you know, um, Hayward, who so. The boy's playing out of his mind right now. I'm gonna. I'm definitely snapping this for the Cavs. Uh, that just it just makes sense. They they got they got younger with Rodney Hood. He's a he's a good defender. George Hill is also a good defender. Good defender. I want and him for that perimeter purpose. defense. It, it, it goes back to what you're saying about it. Which you know, if you have the front line of holding the base down and those are your guards to play team defense, it's very difficult for any team to recover once another guard penetrates because everyone falls in or you have to stay at home with the shooters and with the NBA being so about open space and everything it's just very difficult for a team like Cleveland to, to compensate for them so they definitely fix that um, not fully but they, they improved that with Rodney Hood and Hill to the Cavs uh, Jay uh, Donut to the Jazz um, I feel like that's hilarious because all time uh, all last year 
you know, Boston fans were cheering for Gordon Hayward. There's rumors that Gordon Hayward would be traded directly for Jay Donut. So I think that's so funny that he's on the Jazz now. Yeah, um, that, yeah. But he's a good player too, uh, defensively in the right system. Um, in the Cavs, he just didn't fit. Uh, I. And he has well, he hasn't been having yeah. a bad year as well for the most I, part. So Cavs fans aren't sad to see. Yeah, him. I think Jazz are a perfect fit for him though. He can space the floor out. He can play defense for a good 20, 25 minutes. Um, and, you know, that's really what Jazz are looking to improve on, yeah. and they gave up. Quinn Snyder will figure out what to do. Yeah, and if Donovan Mitchell's been holding the ball and controlling that for a good amount now, uh, that means George, uh, or George Ellen, Sacramento. Rodney Hood was disposable, which we talked about, so I'm snapping that for the Jazz. Uh, Jake Rose is going to be bought out, yeah. save some more money. Uh, Joe Johnson and Shump to the Kings. Meh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like you said, Johnson's bought out anyway. So I guess it's a snap for the Kings, too. I think everyone won here, so. Yeah. And Hood is kind of like, they're not the same style of play as Moutier, but kind of the same thing where it's like a project a little bit still or hasn't quite reached his potential. He's done better than Moutier overall, but he still hasn't quite reached his potential. Some people think he could be really good. He's kind of a hit-or-miss guy. Like, sometimes he has a big game, and then he has two games of doing nothing type of guy. So it'll be interesting to see how he does on the Cavs. I think he can improve his game certainly on the stage. But and then of course we didn't mention this, but Wade then is traded off back to his home, his home team of not technically home team, but you know his his uh, Miami Heat. He's gonna end his career there. I don't know if he's gonna retire after the season or yeah. what, but yeah, he might have asked for this trade. It seemed like last night or something, or it doesn't seem like we got nothing back for him really, like a future second round pick or something. But it seems like he just wanted to go back there, and so we let him. Type of yeah, thing, right? yeah, I, I think. And the team's way younger now. The average age on the team is down like by like four years or something. What the um the the Cavs? Yeah, the Cavs' average age was like thirty one, and before this. Okay, like so obviously we uh, there's a lot of teams that which thirty one was crazy. I think we'd have. Do you think this builds a team? I mean, is is this team sincerely the Cavs expert here? Uh, is this team built to win this year to get to the finals or even win the championship, or is it just? Just hoping and like throwing throwing something at the wall, uh, thing, and hoping it sticks, and potentially getting there. Well, before I answer that, let me ask you the question. Well, two two quick questions for you. One: Have you ever has anything like this ever happened before? Like a, this much of a, a team trading this many players at the trade deadline, revamping their team this much, and then part two: Do you think with this many with this amount of season left before the playoffs, do you think they can actually gel as a team? So before I answer, so you just answer asked me a question. With you asked me two questions after I asked you two questions, mm-hmm. I feel like I can continue this. Well, do you think that, no? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna up the ante. Well, Thunder are killing the Lakers, but everyone knew that. And the other game still in overtime. Boston's one hundred eight. Washington one hundred three. One minute left. So, I mm-hmm. I think to answer your question, I think the the trade deadline aspect. Obviously, didn't nothing I can think of that when it happened. And the second question that you had was, I forget already. So I, I lost. Is there enough time for this? Do you think this team? Yes. Can actually yes. Immediately. Uh, yes. Uh, and the reason being, it. Yeah. No. No. I'm a hundred percent convinced because they they're talking about chemistry and stuff. If the chemistry was already bottomed out and they weren't doing anything about it, you can only go up from here, right? So it's only going to get better with with people that are. You know, good. They're athletic. They, you know, that they're capable of defending, um, and that was their weakness. But the biggest—it's not even an X factor. The biggest uh, rhino in the room is LeBron James, uh, being the best player on the planet. He is the MVP. He does everything at the at the very young age of 33, um, and and it's just 
it's not even it's not even a joke. Like the guy is so good carrying this team. You concern you're concerned about him even long term, but he's never had an injury or anything. And and players nah, want to play with him. Isaiah Thomas and Crowder, you know, they got traded to uh, from Boston in the offseason, and they talk a lot of smash. You know, when they're in the play when playing in the playoffs, but you know, to play with a guy like LeBron James um, that can pass and get you the ball in different spots, and and also you can trust to be a leader with. I think there's nothing better, especially for these young guys. So it, the chemistry is going to click because yeah. the likability will be there. Uh, and if they don't like LeBron, then you know they maybe they'll like LeBron Jr. I don't know. So. Okay. Well, so we've been going pretty long here. I think we should wrap up soon here. But uh, but to give the final thoughts on the cap situation, then I I think they're not going to gel instantly. I think it's going to take the rest of the year. Well, I didn't say correct. Correct. I, I didn't say going. they'll gel instantly. I said I like it instantly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so yeah, the defense should be way improved. I mean, I've never seen anything like this either. It's a team revamp, but I think it could work. And to put you in my my perspective from even like two days ago, I was pretty low feeling as a Cavs fan after they got blown out by Orlando on the road before the crazy game yesterday against the T Wolves. Um, I was like, I was starting to finally. I've been saying all year like the Cavs will be back in the in the finals. Doesn't matter. I was even starting to think, wow, we won't be able to beat the Celtics or Raptors. You know, I was thinking we won't be able back in the finals again. We won't get out of the East the way they're playing. With this complete team revamp, I think we will get out of the East. I'm back to saying that we'll make the finals. I still don't think we, we're going to win. It's possible. I don't, still don't think so. But maybe this is enough for LeBron to look and say, maybe I'll resign one more year, give it one more shot with these guys. Um, maybe that's – but if he doesn't do it and he does leave – I think we have still some pieces in place. We can kind of build a team around Love for a couple of years, around his offense. Team's a lot younger, got some promise now. So, uh, so I'm pretty optimistic about. So this you think this trade was it, it was, and 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 I like. I yeah. started to cut you off, but also with with the GM situation, with the front office situation, still don't trust Dan Gilbert, but Kobe Altman's looking good here. I think I like the aggressive moves that they're making. It, it, it excites me as a fan. I think the fan base will be excited by this. Like. Happy that they're making these. So it, yeah, it saves the Cleveland fan base from like going to Pitchfork at the Quicken Loans Arena once LeBron leaves or if he leaves. Um, and yeah. and I think I think the positives of having young players obviously it sets them up for that success. And ultimately, I do. The, it's all going to come down for the NBA championship. This I'm going to make this prediction and put this out there. The winner of the NBA Finals okay. will be the winner. Of ISO Joe sweepstakes. ISO Joe, once he's bought out, if he goes to Golden State, Warriors will win. If ISO Joe goes to Cleveland, Cleveland will win. And that's my prediction. Well, I kind of thought he might go to Boston, so I don't like this theory. Um, well, no, no, well, I'm, heard, I'm only saying as Boston. those yeah, singularities. Sure. There's nothing in between. If he, I mean, nothing outside the, the factor. Wherever ISO Joe goes between those two teams, because... I think so, those two teams will still be in the finals, either way. So, so you think ISO is going to get his first ring? ISO Joe will get his first deserved ring, and it will be it'll be a day that NBA fans will never forget when ISO Joe sprays wow. that champagne on whoever's face, Steph Curry's or LeBron's. I don't know. So, man, I don't really think Cleveland's going to pick him up. So I hope that your theory is wrong. They have one roster spot, and the one that and we forgot to comment. Mm-hmm. Apparently they're going to get. No, Kendrick no. The, I mean, they have two. They have, they have, they're using it on Kendrick, and then the second one is going to be one of these players. So, 
Okay. I heard that Kendrick had been tweeting about going back to the Cavs, and apparently, I, right before he started recording. I said, no, that's a, that's a definite. I think it's already confirmed so, uh, by David Aldridge, okay. I believe. So. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, I think, um, yeah, we, we've been going. I mean, it was a big day in the NBA today. We've been going pretty long. We talked a lot about rhinos and horns and stuff. It's a... Uh, is no, it's a, it's, a, it's a late night. It's 11 p.m. on in Brooklyn and Queens. And I think all I can say is, I was going to say goodnight, but I think I think we should do some gulps as we talk about it. Um, we got a couple podcasts that we haven't been promoting a lot because I haven't been putting these out enough, but we'll, we'll be changing that now that Niffle's over. Um, and we got Podtrump Takeover. You can find it in his own feed, Podtrump. P-O-T-T-R-U-M-P. Yeah, one word, Podtrump. Uh, and you will... Love that uh, you got your you got your boys. It's comedy. It's improv. It's impersonation. Yeah, you got both boys here. The both Good pod stuff. boys uh, just doing their thing, trying to trying to innovate some new shows. You know, we still haven't figured out. I think after twenty episodes, what show we were trying to do here. So, yeah, basically, we always have great ideas for shows, but then this this character Pod Trump comes in, and he always damn interrupts us and makes it all about himself, and then we're forced to pick up the pieces. Yeah. From and- and go tight And that character's played by our good friend Pod Ron Swanson, um, Aaron. Oh, Aaron Rosen, he plays something. I thought. I thought it no, was he plays person. by him, meaning like he just starts playing his instrument right next to Pod Trump when he walks in. So yeah, reach yeah. for the horn. And then uh, you know, if you like that, Aaron actually has his own show that we're on. Is also we put out called Voices in Your Head, and that one always has a different crazy character celebrity coming up in. I'm mixing it up with us. And we have a brand new episode of that one out. It, it features a, a famous voice actor. He does the voice of Bob's Burgers. Might have heard of him, Archer. And then even a, a character like Space Ghost comes in and interrupts. So it gets crazy all around voices in yeah. your head. Check that out. Yeah. Separate feed for that show. Yeah. Those those shows are mazeballs. And then your boy Padre already said he's going to have his season old, yeah. season ending Super Bowl, Mr. Relevant. Season old. Season old. It's over. New. It's an old season. It's in the past, man. But new, the episode is, is new. The show's not over. New episode coming out. Uh, it should be out now as you hear that of, of Mr. Irrelevant. That's on this feed. So if you've already subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound Network, you're getting there those anyway. There you go. And like, guys, seriously, seriously, uh, please, please put some ratings down. Uh, let your friends know. We've actually been doing some big things. And if you rate us more, that will only help other people find the show. And once that happens, then we can get some. It won't hurt. Then, no, then we can get some more sponsors other than my mom um, and your mom. So we can, we can get some more sponsors. That my mom dropped out as a sponsor. So <laughs> she, we don't oh need to damn! Get her back, so, uh, yeah, help us out. Yeah, my dogs can't Kill pay anything. So the more more sponsors we get, the more we can make more content because we'll have that straight cash, homie. Uh, Hall of Famer Randy Moss. Uh, leave off on that note. Oh, yeah, Padre, thank you, as always. Thank you, Pod. I'm great, great, great chit chat. All right, guys, I'll do it for this pod. Um, I already said all this stuff. Follow us on Instagram, all that stuff. Good night, Brooklyn. Good day, New York, and good morning, Shanghai. Let's go Nets. Rebound. 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 Rebound.